uh, well, listen, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, wherever you're listening, whatever time you're listening, it's got to be good. God's in the mix. So I'm claiming it's going to be good. Claiming you're in a good situation. Well, thanks for tuning in to For the Growth Ministries. The devotion that we have today is it's about the woman at the well. And I had the, the honor of doing this devotional. And you know, oftentimes we talk in the group about, you know, if you want to learn more about something, then you should teach it. Right? Whether it's forgiveness, faith, love, or a character in the Bible, whatever the case is, you should teach it. And that was definitely the case in this devotional. Um, you know, I learned a lot about characteristics of the woman at the well. You know, her name was not mentioned, but her story was. And her lifestyle, even though she had a past, she was still able to be used. And God used her to ultimately minister to us. So, you know, in this devotional, we'll, we'll kind of dive into the story of, of her and, and, you know, just more about who Jesus is and the characteristics of Jesus. And it's just awesome to know that, you know, he's there for us, waiting on us at the well. So without further ado, here's the story of the woman at the well. Okay. Man, give it honor to God. You know, thankful for being. I'm not, I'm not gonna start like it's just joking, man. But listen, now, man, uh, we're thankful to be here another night, man. Have the guys up here to see each other. Uh, Lee, I think we see you on the call, also, man. Thank for having you on. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's open our hearts. Let's open our spirits and go into prayer. We know our brother, our leader, Brent, is gonna take the reins tonight. He's gonna lead us in whatever God put on his heart. And uh, it's not May anymore, but we still need to have that mindset that God is going to uh, mm-hmm. speak to us if we meditate on the word, man. So whatever he comes with today, let's just take it all week and try to use that as substance. I mean, even if we're not connected in church or whatever, let's just use that and and let's flow with it until the next devotional comes, man. We're going to take it week by week and let God guide us. And we're praying for the same vision and the same the same focus. And I think God is going to bring that through some of these messages. So, uh, B, with no further ado, man, I'm going to open us up in a prayer, and you can okay. take it off. All right. Sounds good, man. Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you for another day, Father God, another opportunity to come before your throne uh, just to say thank you. Thank you for you uniting this group and allowing us to be here together, Father God. And we pray that you keep your hands on it, <clears throat> that you continue to guide our visions in it and, and, and everything we're doing. We pray tonight that you touch the leader, Brent, Father God, whatever message that you placed in his heart, allow him to just speak it, Father God, speak it into our hearts where we can uh, take it as a seed and, and, and meditate on your word and move forward in your word, Father God. We want to grow in you. We want to grow in what you're showing us. And we believe right now that you just have something that you want us to hear. There's something that we have to give. So open his mind, Father God, and his spirit to you. And I pray that your spirit speaks directly through him, Father God, and, and allow that seed to be planted in our hearts and allow us to be open and receive that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I appreciate that, brother. Um, well, listen, tonight we're going to take a look at the story of the woman at the well. Um, so if you will, turn me to John chapter four, uh, and we're going to try to, to pull some things out and try to get some things that we can learn from the story and apply to our lives. And um, 
So we're gonna we're gonna read a little bit of the of the story. Um, you know, like we always try to do, we want to make sure that we spend time in the Word, right? Because faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. So we we've got to hear the Word, and I want us to hear the story. And we're not going to go through the story extends through the the entire chapter, and we're not going to read the the chapter in its entirety, but we're going to jump in. Uh, we're going to begin with verse three, and we're going to stop at. Um, we're going to stop at verse fourteen. Actually, we're going to stop at verse fifteen. <clears throat> so, beginning with um, verse three. So, John chapter four, verse three. He, being Jesus, he left. Judea and departed again to Galilee, but he needed to go through Samaria. Mm -hmm. So he came to a city of Samaria, Samaria, which is called Sychar, near the plot of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being weary from his journey, sat thus by the well. It was about the sixth hour which is which is noon six hour because their time starts at 6 a.m so six hours would be noon a woman of samaria came to draw water jesus said to her give me a drink for his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food then the woman of samaria said to him how is it that you being a jew asked a drink from me a samaritan woman for jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered and said to her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, give me a drink, you would have asked me or asked him and he would give you living water. The woman said to him, sir, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where then do you get that living water? After, are you greater than our father Jacob, who give who gave us as well and drank from it himself and as well as his son and and his livestock verse 13 jesus answered and said to her whoever drinks of the water will thirst again but whoever drinks of the water that i shall give him will mm -hmm. never thirst but the water that i shall give him will become a in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life the woman said to him sir give me this water that i may not thirst nor come here to draw so that was verse three through um 15 so we're gonna we're gonna circle back and dive back in so so first we need to understand this is very similar to if you remember the story of ruth right the story of when um ruth was a moabite and then the israelites right so the moabites and Israelites didn't get along this is very similar the jews and the samaritans did not get along they did not have any dealings with each other. And really it was the Samaritans. We, we hear a lot of Jews and Gentiles, Gentiles being anybody who's not a Jew, but the Jews and Samaritans, Samaritans were actually, they used to be Jews. And what happened was they intermingled and they are now, they were considered mixed breeds. I know that sounds, however it sounds in today's age, but they, they, mixed in with the heathens they mixed in with the devil worship they, they mixed in with the idolatries and they started to live in a lifestyle 
of the world, you know, and so they are no longer a pure breed of Jews because they started to, to worship idols. They no longer believed that God was the way. And so their differences made them a Samaritan. And because of all their disagreements, because everything that the Jews believed, um, the Samaritans believed the opposite. Like the Jews believed that Jerusalem was the birthplace and Jerusalem was, um, you know, the worship center. And um, the Samaritans believed that Bethel, Bethel was a, the, the place to go to worship. So they, they didn't see eye to eye at all. And so if you were a Jewish person traveling wherever you needed to go, you would not go through Samaria. You would go around Samaria to get to where you were going. In this case, Galilee, right? There were, Jesus was going back to Galilee. But in verse four, it said he needed to go through Samaria. So, you know, a, a lot of times that we don't bother, you know, the we, we don't bother to mess with, with people, you know, Samaritans in this case, you know, the heathens, the bloodlines that, you know, they were considered lost people. And so many times someone who's considered a lost person is the people we avoid, right? The people we alienate. And in this case, God makes a point. Jesus makes a point to travel through Samaria, um, Samaria because he had a reason for going to Samaria, right? And if, if, you remember right there in, in the, the text, it said that um, he sat down at the well and he sent his disciples on, right? And the, the reason why he did that is because the, his disciples oftentimes, if we remember, you know, the, the blind Barmaeus, right? When blind Barmaeus was on the side of the road, he was yelling, he, was, he wanted to be healed. And his disciples were telling him, listen, man, be quiet, be quiet. Don't bother him. Don't bother him. And Jesus stopped and rebu rebuked the disciples and said, listen, no, he needs me. Right. And so he healed blind Bartimaeus, but the disciples were trying to intervene and trying to stop it from happening. The same thing with that mother that was chasing Jesus, trying to get her, her daughter healed. And the disciples say, listen, you need to be quiet. You, you're crying. You're, you're, you're messing with us. You're, you're in our way. You need to move. And Jesus had to stop them and say, listen, no, she needs me. And he healed her daughter. This is, this, this is the same thing when it comes to Samaritan woman because Jewish people did not associate with Samaritans at all, right? Mm -hmm. So if, if the disciples who, you know, act as a bodyguard see Jesus at the well and all of a sudden Samaritan woman is coming, they're going to shoo her away, right? They're going to run her off and say, listen, no, 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 you're a Samaritan, get away, get away. We, you, know, you can't be around us Jewish people. And so Jesus sent off his disciples and oftentimes the people that, that we associate with right the people that we are around cause us not to be able to save other people because they're blocking us from doing the things that we need to do right and in the case the the disciples may not have had bad intentions but they were they thought they were doing something good and you know by saying listen blind bar you need to be quiet you're bothering jesus when jesus said no, no no i need to heal this man same thing about the mother and they would have said the same thing about this woman right they would have said the same thing about the Samaritan woman, because during that time, A, she was a woman, right? And, and a man was not supposed to speak to a woman alone at all. And so that was the first thing that the disciples would have tried to warn Jesus against, right? And the second thing was um, she was a Samaritan woman. And that was the next thing they would have tried to warn her against. But Jesus had a reason for going to that well. And, you know, even with the disciples' best intentions, they still were, were, 
you know, they still would have gotten away. So Jesus had to even send his disciples to listen, y'all need to leave, y'all go get some food, y'all do whatever y'all need to do, leave me alone, right? And so he's sitting down at the well and he's having a conversation with this, uh, with this woman at the well. So first we look at this conversation. So we have a conversation and, and let me get to the first thing she says here. Um, beginning with verse, let me get back to it, sorry. Beginning with verse number nine. So he asked, so he asked her for a drink, right? And she turns around and, and, and she didn't say, yeah, sure. She, she, she said, listen, man, what, why are you asking me for a drink? Like you, you a Samaritan. And now mind you, she doesn't know who this, this man is. It's a, it's a man sitting at a well. And so she's saying, listen, man, why, why are you, why are you asking me for a drink? You a Samaritan. Like, don't bother me, man. Listen, I'm here to get my water and get out of here. And so she, she comes off him with an attitude or, or just come with, with hostility saying, listen, what, why are you bothering me? I'm just trying to get a drink. And here you are asking me, a Jewish man bothering me. We, we don't talk to y'all. We, we don't, we don't fool with y'all. Right. And mm -hmm. Jesus, Jesus then responds to her and says, listen, if, if you knew who I was, you would ask me for a drink right come on man and 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 so the next time she responds to him she says oh sir um what'd she say um she called him sir the next time right first she came out a little sideways the next time mm -hmm. uh she said what verse is it uh right here the woman said to him sir uh G give me the water you're talking about and and then later on it, she calls him a prophet because the, jesus told her to go get her husband right and she had five husbands and she said well i don't have a husband jesus said you're right you have five you had five before and so first she had an attitude then she calls him sir and then she realized this ain't no ordinary man she said oh you you must be a prophet the next time she talks mm -hmm. to him and then the the next time she says are, are, are you the messiah we, we we heard about this this this, this messiah yeah. And so, and so, and our verse for the day, and we didn't read this, but the, our verse for the day is John chapter four, verse 26. And this is what Jesus said after all the stuff she kept saying to him. He said, I who speak to you am he. He says, listen, I, I am the one. Mm -hmm. I am the Messiah. I am him. Mm -hmm. And it's, and, and I want us to, to appreciate how he brought her to that revelation right and this is the first time that god or jesus revealed himself as the messiah to anybody thus far in the book of john right so he was called the messiah by by his disciples he was called the messiah by the priest he was called the messiah um by the people who, who he healed but he never referred to himself as as the messiah so when, when he finally was referred to himself as the messiah he does it to a woman at the well and mm -hmm. So she realizes slowly that, you know, you, you got to think how abrasive she may have came off to him. And, and he still just, just kept answering her and kept, you know, helping her to realize who he was. Mm -hmm. And so he finally gets her to realize who she was. And, and see, we have to appreciate the fact that God has waited on us, right? Jesus waited on us. And even when we didn't always think the way we think now, right? We, we didn't always know what we know now. We didn't always feel the way we feel now. Right. But right. even when we had a wrong attitude, even when we had the wrong spirit, even when we had the wrong outlook of who he was, he still waited for us. And he still went through Samaria. He didn't go around our problem. He didn't go around what we were going through. He still went into the mess that we were in 
and waited on us, right? And he waited on us to realize who he was and he waited on us to come to the well. And, and once we realized who he was, all he said, listen, the, the person you've been seeking, I am he. You know, he, he's waiting on us our entire life, right? He was waiting on us even when we had the nights when we were drunk, high, doing all the things we shouldn't have been doing. Come on, B. The times yes, we, were, we were worshiping other things, worshiping other idols, he still waited. And, and we yes, may not sir. have been important to everybody, but we were at least important mm -hmm. to God, important enough to God that he still waited for us at the well. And he, you know, all, all the things we went through could have took us out, right? The gunshots, car, whatever it is, could have took us out. But he had a reason for us and, and he waited for us at the well because he has a plan for us, right? Mm -hmm. And so at, at the beginning of, of this, you know, it, it <clears throat> says Jacob's well, right? And, and if you remember, if you remember uh, when we talked about Jacob and joseph right jacob was joseph's father and we, we did a, a devotional not too long ago about joseph and the correlation between joseph and jesus right if you remember jacob sent joseph out god sent jesus jacob um i mean uh joseph wasn't received by his brothers jesus wasn't received by um his people the jewish people um jake or joseph ended up being beaten and thrown into prison and and the same thing jesus was beaten and then joseph ended up being um the bread of life right because remember there was a, a famine and, and uh, egypt was the only place with bread and so joseph was a bread of life and he fed the world and we know jesus to be the bread of life to feed you know the world so the correlation between joseph and jesus we talked about that earlier but here we have a, another correlation right so this is jacob's well and, and he gave this well to joseph Right. So now it's Joseph's well. And the so in Joseph's well is natural water. Right. And Jesus, God sent Jesus and God gave Jesus the living water. So Jacob's well is 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 the natural well. Right. Jesus has the living water. So Jesus is the spiritual well in this case. Right. And so so here we have Jesus, the well of the living water sitting on a well right so we have a, a whale sitting on a whale so when when this samaritan woman walks up and sees what's going on and and sees what's happening you know and and jesus is asking her for a drink right and 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 she realizes listen i i, I can't give this man what he wants and he's trying to give her the living water right and and she says to him in verse um, verse 15, you know, the woman says to her, give me this water that I may thirst and, and that I may not thirst nor come here to draw. See what happens is the natural water, right? We, we, if you're going to draw water from this well, you're going to have to come back to that well, right? If we keep going back to doing the same thing we've been doing, we're going to have to keep going back for that pleasure. And although it may seem good at the moment, it's, it's not what it looks like, right? It's, it's not what we, we, right. we think it is. And just because we get a momentary satisfaction from that, that earthly water, we don't get the satisfaction that we need, right? And, until we open mm -hmm. ourselves up and give, the, give ourselves an opportunity to, to experience the living water, right? Because everything that glitters is not gold, right? And the things that right. we, we settle for right now, we have to keep returning back to that well time and time again. And that's what Jesus is saying to this woman at the well. He's saying, listen, 
you keep going back to the same thing. I'm trying to give you the living water, right? Mm. And we have to realize that we can't keep going back and forth to this old stuff that we keep doing, right? We, we, we are old enough now, we're, we are wise enough now to know that our time is more valuable to, to, than to go back and forth. So, you know, mm. we, we have to, to commit to saying, listen, I, I can't spend another year doing the same thing that I've been doing, right? Another month, another day, another hour, another minute doing the same stuff going back and forth to the same thing you know and until we we get the satisfaction of the living water right and jesus said that you know we'll thirst no more right um and so she she gets the realization that there's an opportunity right and and we're so thankful um in this story about how jesus went on his way to to speak to this to this lady and at the end here in verse 27 that they the the disciples come back right and the disciples are amazed in verse 27 at this point his disciples came and they marveled that he talked with the woman yet no one said uh, what do you seek or why are you talking to her right and the woman left and the woman went and told the world come see a man there's a man at the well come see a man that he knew everything about me and he offered me living water right and and so jesus used a woman at the well a samaritan woman a woman who had five different husbands and used her to bridge the gap between the jewish people and the samaritan jews i would think that jesus would have gone to the priest the high priest and said listen here's here's what the gospel is here's what you need to know i would have thought he would have went to the rulers of the land and said listen i here here's the standard here's what we need to do I would have thought that Jesus would have went the son of God and, you know, the great I am would go to the king and say, listen, you're doing it wrong. This is the way it needs to be mm-hmm. done. Or I would think Jesus would go to the middle of Samaria, perform a miracle and say, listen, I- I'm the Messiah. Right. But yet he went to a five time uh, widow or a-, a-, a woman who had five different husbands, a woman who mm-hmm. could not was the outcast her- in her own society and used her to bridge the gap between the Jewish people and the Samaritan people. He used her life to allow mm. her to go and witness to people and for her to go back and say, listen, come see a man that I've found. And he's sitting at the well. There's a well on top of a well. And this man mm. is waiting for us. And so come see a man. And so th- there, there are two sides to this story, right? And so the first thing we look at is, is just what we said, right? We look at um, Jesus going and using the Samaritan rom- woman as a bridge and as a gap and offering her that gap. Water. Yes, the living water. So here is uh, another thing I want us to think about here is in, in this case, Jesus is, is coming to this lady, right? This woman at the well. And, and he says to her, give me a drink, right? Because all, all she has is a bucket. And at this time, the, the bucket is empty. And Jesus is saying to her, I want what you have, right? And it's not about God wanting what we have or needing what we have. He, he wants the exchange because he, what he's trying to do is, is trying to get what little bit she has and trying to return it back tenfold, right? He's trying to give her living water for what she has. Mm-hmm. And what we have to, to, to realize is it, it, even where we are today, Right. He wants what we have, 
what little bit we may have, we, you know, we, we may say, listen, once I get this million dollars, then I'll be able to do so much for you guys, right? Once I get this new job, I'll be able to do so much for you guys. Listen, if I ever got this house that I've been waiting on, then God, I'm, I'm ready. Then I can give you what, no, he's asking right now, listen, what, give me, give me your cup. Give me what you have right now. And in turn, I will give you the living water. And wherever she was in life, he asked her for what she had right then. And, and we, we had the tendency to say, listen, once I get what I, what I need, once I get to, to where I want to be, then is where I'll be able to worship you fully. Right. And, and so we, we, we wait for things to come to us or we, we wait to get these things that we'll never, ever get enough of what we think. Right. And Jesus is saying, wherever you are right now is what I want. You know, in, in Isaiah 61 and three, he says, because listen, all she had was a cup. And he's saying, listen, I, I will I will return beauty for your ashes. You know, and he says joy for your mourning. And and, you know, whatever you give to me, I'll turn back better. Right. And so he's saying the same thing to us. Right. And the last thing I want us to look at here is, um, you know, so this lady was a adulterer uh, a five time like i said she had been married five different times and 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 it says um the man you're with right now is not your husband either right and it says right here in the verse um 17 you have well said i have no husband for you have had five and the one whom you now have is not your husband so she's cheating already well this man is cheating with her so she's an adulterer right so she is living a lewd lifestyle um which is kind of what the Samaritans were, were known for. But so the last thing I want us to, to, to think about here is um, what they did in the Old Testament was if, um, if you were an adulteress in, in Numbers um, chapter five, it talks about if, if a, a husband accused his wife of adultery, they would have to take the wife to the um, church in front of the, the church body and the high priest would take the holy water in a cup and he would, he would gather dirt from the, um, from the synagogue or, or from the temple floor, excuse me, and he would put it in the cup, right? That's what it says in Numbers 5, uh, 5 and 16 through 18. So he would put it in the cup and, and they believed that, they called it bitter water, that she would drink the water and mm. if it was true, that she was adulterous, she would then become bearing and she could no longer have kids. If it wasn't true, then she would be able to have kids. And so they believe that that was the way to, to, to test it, right? So if you were adulterous, you, you had to drink from the cup, right? And so you had to drink that water. So when Jesus ap approaches this lady here, he's asking her, give me your cup, right? give me your drink because she's due this drink right she's an adulterer she's due this drink but jesus is saying listen you don't you don't have to take that drink anymore you don't have to you don't have to to worry about that anymore i'm taking that sin from you so that cup that you're due that that drink that you do get give it to me give me that cup give me your water give me your drink so he's trying to take from her to say listen your sin your burdens your mistakes all the things that you've been doing you don't have to carry them no more right give them to me and listen, because the Bible says, he who knew no sin became sin for us. Come on, man. So Come he on, was B. taking on her burden. 
And so he was trying to tell her when, when she was getting the attitude saying, listen, what, what, why are you bothering me about? No, no, no. He's trying to say, listen, give me your problem. Give me your sin. Give me your burdens. All you who are burdened and, and heavy laden, and I will care for you. He's trying to, to get her to understand, listen, there, there's way more at stake than this little cup of water that you're trying to get. And there's way more that I'm trying to give you than just a little drink of water. I'm trying to save your soul, right? And so he does that. And, and, and he, in so many ways, in just that one story, there's so many things that he does just for this woman at the well. He uses her, he saves her, and he bridges the gap between two people, two, two bodies of people who, who didn't agree with each other. He used this lady, and, she, and she's nameless, but he uses her the same way he can use us. And, and I'm, I'm so thankful that that he waited for us at the well that, that he still is waiting for us at the well to realize who he is and, and once we do he's saying listen give me give me your cup right give me your burden give me your problem give me your sin give me your mistakes and i'll take them from you and in exchange i'll give you the living water so that story to me is is you know a lot of times that the woman may get a bad ridicule a bad rap for what she went through but it's it's not about that right because what we have in our hands is small. And all she had was a cup to offer. If you remember the story of the 5,000, right? Two fish and five loaves of bread. That's all they had was two fish. And they fed 5,000 people because little, in this, in this boy's little sack, it was just two fish and five loaves of bread. But in God's hand, he turned it and fed 5,000. So what little we think we have, and we may not feel like, God, I, I can't serve you with just these $10, I got, or whatever the case is, right? little as much in his hands so we, we have to be encouraged to know that wherever we are you know he's waiting for us at the well wherever wherever we are he he's waiting for us and and he is there right all who are heavy laden all who need him you know he's there for us right so listen be encouraged to know that our situations right they don't define where we are and who we are right there's somebody at the well there's a well sitting on the well waiting on us man so um but that's what i that's what i have for today that's what i wanted us to to talk about I man i wanted to to shine light and appreciate this woman's commitment to go and tell everybody listen come see a man because right now what we have to do is once we get our cup replenished we have to say listen man hey, y'all y'all come see a man i, I know a guy right? I, I know somebody Another great message from one of our team members here at Fourth and Gold Ministries. As always, we appreciate you taking the time to listen to our podcast, and we pray that you were able to receive some things that may strengthen your walk with Christ. If at any time you have any questions on how to be a part of our ministry or to join our weekly devotionals, please feel free to reach out to us with any questions, concerns, and more importantly, with any prayer requests. Please don't hesitate to reach out to us on Facebook, or you can email us at Ministries, all one word, at gmail.com. Now, with hearts and minds cleared, may the peace of God be with you. May his grace go ahead of you. May the love of God be in you, and may the favor of God be all over you. Until we meet again, remember, we love you.